You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I am Becca. We are your nutrition educators. And this is The Food Code. Happy Monday, friends. This was a podcast request, episode request. And so we're really excited today. We are talking all things skincare and hair care um, and how to live toxin free. So we cover the dirty dozen of skincare. By no means is this an all inclusive list, as there are hundreds of other toxins. But over 80% of the products on the market today contain at least one of these dirty dozen that we dive into. So we just want you to have the education around this so that you can start checking your products, start swapping things out for your skincare, hair care, makeup, things like that for cleaner products and remove some of that toxin exposure. And one of the favorite lines that we love, Becca and I both use, is Frey Skincare. And this is made for women who are active. And so we love them so much, we're actually doing a giveaway today for their brand new product, Glow Me Plus. Now, I've been using Glow Me for quite a while. I'm sure you've seen me share it on Instagram, but this is um, the new formula for it. And it's a three-in-one tinted moisturizer. So I personally use it as a light foundation, but I love it so much because it also has sunscreen in there as well. And you know, Beck and I are big fans of doing walks outside in the sun daily. And so it does contain SPF 30 to protect your skin. Very, very lightweight, not greasy, doesn't clog your pores. And Frey uses 100% clean ingredients. So they have gone through rigorous testing with the Environmental Working Group, which we do talk about in this podcast as well, to verify that all of the ingredients are non-toxic, safe for all skin types, and not harmful to the environment as they also use 100% eco-friendly packaging made of sugarcane, which is pretty cool. So if you want to enter to win the Glow Me, what you need to do is take a screenshot just on your phone of you know whatever platform you're listening on, Spotify, iTunes, so forth, and share it on Instagram or Facebook. But you need to tag Becca and myself so that we can see that you've shared it and we will enter you to win. Without further ado, let's dive into the full episode. And as always, if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us an email or a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Hello, and welcome back to the Food Code. Yes, we are going to talk all things toxins today. Mm-hmm. Things that I think a lot of people focus on nutrition and exercise, and they focus on sometimes the you know the really good ones focus on sleep and stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times we overlook our daily exposure to toxins. Um, And these are something that can create a heavy burden on the liver and in turn cause a lot of damage down the road. Yeah. And I think this is more about lack of education in this Mm -hmm. area too, because a lot of people don't understand just how impactful these things can be because we're putting them on our skin. This is the largest organ in your body, you know? And so I will say for me a long time ago, it wasn't until I was working with a functional medicine doctor that had me on like magnesium lotions and things like that. I didn't really understand like how much of it seeps into the bloodstream just through the skin. Um, And this was actually a request. I didn't tell you this, but this was a request somebody had posted um, back to me on Instagram. Someone asked me too. Yeah. I'm glad that we are, we're doing it today because we've talked about 
you know, detoxification. We've talked about xenoestrogens. We've talked about BPAs. We've talked a lot on the podcast and different episodes about skincare and, you know, the products that we love. But today we want to dive into why it's so important um, and how the U.S. actually differs from other countries because so bad. we pretty much don't regulate anything. No, the U.S. You guys, the U.S. is horrible, like in terms of this type of stuff. So, the U.S. is, you know, seemingly the most, one of the most developed and advanced countries in the world. The regulations that in, that the U.S. has in place, not only for skincare, hair care, and nail care, but also food, is very poor. So, just a little example: in cosmetics alone, the European Union has banned or restricted more than thirteen thousand chemicals, while the U.S. has outlawed or curbed only eleven. So, generally, the European Union got it right. In the U.S., we have a strong favoritism mm-hmm. towards companies and manufacturers to the extent that public health and environment is basically being harmed in big ways. And to be totally clear, there are zero legal requirements for any cosmetic manufacturer marketing products to consumers to test those products for safety. So basically, companies can decide if they want to test their products or not before they go onto the market. It's craziness. Yeah, that's how bad things are in terms of regulation. Yeah, and this just goes to tell you is like you don't know even with what you were seeing on the ingredient label if that's what's actually in your product mm-hmm. because it's not regulated. You know, and so I think this is where we want to focus on buying from credible sources and companies that you know are clean, toxic free. And we're going to cover some of those things here. But as I mentioned before, you know, our skin is the largest organ in the body with a surface of nearly two square meters on an average adult. Okay. So we have two layers here, right? The outer um, epidermis and the inner dermis. Our skin acts as a permeal barrier pretty much, keeping water, moisture, and nutrients in and toxins and harmful bacteria out. However, that exterior barrier is not a complete barrier. And so therefore chemicals that we put onto our skin, either intentionally or unintentionally can penetrate into the bloodstream and therefore adversely affect our health. And so it's not so much about, you know, just like one exposure. It's kind of like all of these little things as they compile up that can become, you know, really problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is where we have to make sure that we're kind of like evaluating things day in and day out, whether it's coming from food, processed foods, yep. your tap water that you're consuming, the cookware that you're using, the cars that you're driving and like, you know, are you sitting and letting your car warm up in the garage and get all of that exhaust and smoke going and then you walk into the garage, you know what I mean, in the middle of the winter time or something like that. It's like all of these things add up to, yeah. to be a big burden on the body. Yeah. It's very rare that like any of these are going to acutely affect you mm-hmm. tomorrow. Like your shampoo that was a dollar 99 is not going to like make you sick tomorrow, but it's the accumulation of all these things like Liz was saying and how we take them in makes a difference too. So just as an example, we have actually, you know, absorption one of three ways through skin, ca- through skin cells, around skin cells or directly through hair follicles, sweat glands, you know, basically oil glands. So a number of factors influence to how permeable these cells are, meaning like how easily things get into them at any given time. And it makes sense. Basically, you know, if your skin is hot, it's going to absorb more like in a shower, it's going to, the pores are going to open up Um, hydration to where it is on the body and then the duration of exposure. So the higher the temperature, the longer the exposure, the easier access to the bloodstream. And so the more surface area that's covered in the higher absorption rate as well, 
depending on what you are putting on your skin, this could be beneficial. Like if you're in a wonderful hot spring with lots of beautiful minerals that you want to absorb into your skin, by all means, we love that. Um, Although this is usually not the situation. So this means we have to kind of take a little bit of a closer look at the potential chemical exposure in our daily routine. So we wanted to just run through a quick example. Say you wake up, you exercise, you sweat, then you jump into a hot shower, lather your hair with shampoo and conditioner, wash out your hair, that leftover product then coats your entire body, and then you use a different soap to clean you from head to toe. And before you completely dry, because you know we all know lotions absorb better with moisture and slight wetness on the skin, slather lotion all over your body, and then let it soak in, then you swipe deodorant under your arms, Then you focus on the face, you know, cleanser, toner, moisturizer, sometimes makeup, round out the facial routine. You massage hair products into your scalp potentially, you know, then you use a hot blow dryer to, you know, set that style before you head out for your midday walk. Maybe you use sunscreen to apply to your face and arms and neck. And as the day wears on, you've washed your hands multiple times with soap followed by hand moisturizer. As bedtime approaches, again, we wash our face. We turn in for the night with like maybe a deep penetrating moisturizer. Like before you know it, your delicate skin has been exposed to 15 different products, all with their own lists of oftentimes harmful ingredients. Not only that, but you've incorporated several of the factors that increase our skin's permeability and things getting inside the skin to cover that huge surface area of the body. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And I think a lot of people don't think about it initially, no. right? Because they're like, oh, I'm just going about my normal routine. Mm-hmm. You know, even brushing your teeth, like using fluoride and things that yep. can, can be um, dangerous for some individuals. So the Environmental Working Group made did a survey and they found that the average American adult uses no fewer than nine personal care products every single day, encompassing 126 different chemical ingredients and a lot of people honestly use far more than just nine. Like mm-hmm. I think about what's sitting in my cupboard right now. I think about my makeup alone is yeah. like probably seven to 10 in different pieces. Yeah. And then you've got your body wash. You've got mm-hmm. your hair care. Like for me, Suntan lotion. I got that curly hair. So I got curly hair oh, yeah. stuff. See, I'm blessed. Hashtag blessed. I've never colored my hair ever. Oh, you've never colored your never hair? Never highlighted, never colored. No. But you have nice I have natural. Yeah. yeah. I have natural. I'm very blessed with my hair. I'm thank you, mama. Yeah. And I have like the curly hair beast that needs to be tamed. But it's, but it's fun though, because your hair like can do stuff. My hair does not hold a curl because it's super thick and heavy. Yeah. And then like, I'm completely incompetent with doing my own hair. So it's like, maybe I can do a braid. I bought, I bought this braided headband. Yeah. That's been my main style lately. Yeah. It looks really cute. It does look really good when I put and it And you know what? I need to get one because I spend probably like 15 minutes trying to do just like a small braid in the front of my head. And then you're sweating and your like arms are tired. Well, and then I'm just like get so frustrated because like then you have like little pieces that like pull out or fall out. Oh, or I'm not. That's whatever. the one thing I'm not looking forward to postpartum. Remember the mom hairs? Oh, like yeah. Like the regrowth around the face. Oh, God. That's the worst. You have like all of these like. I almost call them like the devil horns because they're right at yeah. the, the sides mm-hmm. here and they're just like growing back in. Anyways, so as we were talking about, mm-hmm. 126 different chemicals. If you're only using nine products, you're probably using more than that, right? Mm-hmm. So this, again, in a small dose, it's not going to make a huge impact. But what we are focusing on today is like this accumulative effect that it's going to have. And it basically in- impacts our endocrine and our detoxification abilities in the body. So our body gets these chemicals and toxins, you know, transfers them into the bloodstream. And that means that our detoxification 
aka our liver and our kidneys, need to work much harder to manage them and get them out of the body. And that level of burden becomes much higher the more and more that we are exposed. And we're already exposed to processed foods, air quality, plastics, BPA exposure. Just like think of like your day to day and all of the things that you use throughout your day, like using foil in the kitchen, using, you know, certain cookware in the kitchen that is, you know, covered with aluminum, things like that, mercury in some of the foods that you're consuming. Like all of these things impact our hormones because the toxins, okay? And those toxins are known as xenoestrogens. And xenoestrogens mimic our estrogen in the body. And it's one of the ways that the environmental toxins can lead to excess estrogen or what's known as estrogen dominance. If you've heard us talk about, you know, going to the bathroom every day and one of the biggest reasons why we focus on the gut and we focus on supporting the liver and making sure that you're excreting all of these things daily, it's because we do not want these metabolized hormones to recirculate in the body and further create estrogen dominance. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is a really, really big reason why a lot of women complain of hormonal imbalances. The Food Code Podcast is brought to you by Fit Mom Lifestyle. If you're interested in our individualized coaching that we always talk about and how we may be able to help you like we help our clients in accomplishing optimal health and losing weight and achieving their goals, you can click the link in the show notes and you can actually schedule a free 15 to 20 minute call with either of us. We would love to talk to you. Yep, absolutely. We talk to women all the time that they don't realize that it's estrogen dominance, mm-hmm. but the symptoms. So like painful periods, heavy, heavy periods, tender breasts, just like bloating, a lot of inflammation in the gut area, like that, we call it the estrogen belly. Um, and mood additionally, swings. what? Mood swings. Yeah, absolutely. Energy and mood is like all over the place when you're estrogen dominant. Um, additionally, experiencing things like PCOS or PMS and acne that like just won't go away, digestive issues, um, gallbladder issues, gas, bloating, constipation. These can all be tied essentially into what our hormones are doing within our body. And this is why these toxins become a problem. Like it's not just you, you know, reducing the toxic load on the body is important. This is what it manifests as. And so what do we look out for in our products? <laughs> what do we look for with our skincare and hair care and all that stuff? There's something actually called the dirty dozen of skincare which it doesn't include all of the offenders, but the biggest ones to kind of avoid and why. Sadly, guys, nearly 80% of products contain at least one of these dirty dozen ingredients and over half of the products on the market contain multiple ones. So we are going to run through these 12. We will also include a link that you can kind of go to. Um, And then at the end, we'll obviously include our favorite brands for things. Um, And do not judge our ability to ju- to say these words, some some of these words we're gonna go and look at the list if you if you want to actually see the full word. But we're gonna do our best with pronunciations, and I think we'll be fine with most of them. Most of them. But the first one is BHA or BHT. So these are preservatives. They're generally used in moisturizers and makeup. Um, so BHA can interfere with hormone function and may cause cancer, and BHT can mimic estrogen and may cause liver, thyroid, and kidney issues. Yeah. The next one is cold coal not cold coal tar dyes yes okay and so the way that you would see this on the ingredients uh if you're looking at the label and to be honest for most makeup products you have to actually go online or like look at that little pamphlet that comes with your makeup totally they're not gonna gonna say it on the the laundry list of things you know on your ingredient label so you're gonna have to do some research on this and we'll link out a website that you can actually go to to check if your products are clean Mm -hmm. or not but coal tar dyes um they're gonna be listed as ci followed by a five digit number and they're used in cosmetics and hair dyes okay and they're contaminated with heavy metals that are recognized as carcinogens so this is 
I mean, we're, we're exposed to carcinogens every single day. And it's so like you guys, I'm, this sounds harsh. Companies do not give an F like they don't, they just want their product to sell. They want their product to sell. They want it to work Mm -hmm. well, which is what people really think about. Like, does this mascara stay on? Does Mm -hmm. this skincare make my skin look good? Like, it, they don't care about what they are putting into your body. And so that's what we need to understand. And that's why we want you to see like, where are these things found commonly and what do they do? Um, so DEA is the next one. These are compounds that are used in shampoos, moisturizers, sunscreens, and soaps to make them creamy and foamy. Okay. So high doses of these can lead to precancerous skin changes and even liver cancer. Like these are correlated and connected to certain types of cancers. The next one is dibutyl phthalate. DBT, DBP, mostly used in nail products and as a fragrance ingredient. Okay. DBP is a suspected endocrine disruptor. Like we just talked about the endocrine system, hormonal system. It can lead to genetic mutations. It can impair fertility and it may cause harm to unborn children. So scary. Like this is why, this is why pregnant women, it's like everything's a warning Mm -hmm. because you are developing human inside Mm -hmm. of you. Like I have been very, particular especially when i'm pregnant about what i'm putting into my body and what i'm putting on my body um i will say the one area that i haven't been great with is nails that's one thing that i need to yeah there's a couple of things that i'm just not willing to give up and we can kind of talk we'll talk about those more through the end dry shampoo (laughs) (laughs) um yeah there's just a couple of things i actually found a very clean dry shampoo and i got Mm. it in my fit fab fun box because i was looking at some researching this podcast and i was like very few of them are sprays mm-hmm. is the problem. Yeah. The, the good ones are, are a like lot of them are like powders. powders. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. The next one is formaldehyde releasing preservatives. Okay. And so these preservatives appear in a wide variety of cosmetics and personal care products, but they slowly release formaldehyde, which is known to cause cancer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Parabens. That's the next one. Number six, parabens, the bad boys of the ingredient world. Um, Parabens are the most widely used preservatives in personal care products because they are able to easily penetrate penetrate the skin um, and therefore they are especially dangerous as a hormonal disruptor and estrogen imitator. Again, that xenoestrogen. So one particular paraben, methylparaben, is associated with DNA damage and increased skin aging. Not what you want because if you're using skincare and high quality skincare, you're probably going for some of that anti-wrinkle cream. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. Parabens are the big one that I see like a lot of companies um, promote like free of parabens. Um, So the next one is Parfum. So this is fragrance, guys. This is a big one, and this one's tough. You got to be careful because even like the Myers brand of cleaning products, which is like the big brand that I think a lot of people think of as like mm-hmm. good, has fragrance in it. Mm-hmm. So more than 3,000 chemicals are used as fragrances in personal care products, but you'll actually be pretty hard-pressed to figure out which ones because companies are not required to list exact fragrance ingredients. These chemicals, guys, can cause everything from migraines to allergies to asthma. So like these are ones that tend to create a lot more acute issues with people. Um, and so you got to be careful with the perfumes that you're basically mm-hmm. taking in. After I did the liver detox mm-hmm. um, in January, I am much more sensitive to perfumes. For sure. I no longer put it on my skin. I will say there's perfumes that I still use. I spray it on my clothes. I do not spray it on my skin anymore. Mm. But yep. I can't. Like, you know, how you used to maybe like spray and then like walk through it or whatever the spritz. Walk through it. Yeah. I can't do that. I can do like one to two sprays and then that's it because it's too much. Like when I'm putting it on, I'll start sneezing. Mm -hmm. You know what I think about? I think about this perfume that I used to love. 
I can't remember where it was from. It might've been from Victoria's Secret and I wore it in high school. Did my you just br- spray it all over your body? My brother was like, you smell like a fucking circus because it was cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like so offended by his comment. I was like, I love this perfume. You know what it makes me think of is like when I was a child, so my niece is just uh, about a year and a half younger than me and we would go to Bath and Body Works and we get like the five for oh, yeah. whatever. Buy five, get five free. And we would just have all of these different perfumes and one time we decided that we were going to mix them all and like come up with our own concoctions. It was terrible. My mother made us both go take showers. She's like, what has happened in here? The whole house is like opening the windows because we had just gone on like a body splash or, or what's it called? A body... It's like... What's the spray? It's like when... A body spray. A body spray. But no, there's a special name for it. Mm. Whatever. It's not fragrance or perfume. It was no, like the just... I know. I know what you're talking about. I can't think of it. Anyways. Anyways number eight. PEG. Polyethylene glycols. Okay. So petroleum-based PEGs are often used as cream bases in cosmetics. Okay. So these can be contaminated with 1,4-dioxane, which is a possible car- carcinogen. Okay. So another carcinogen that we're dealing with. And then number nine. Petrolatum, frequently used as a moisture barrier in moisturizers and in hair products to promote the shine for a hair product. Mm. So petrolatum may be contaminated with polycyclic aromatic hydrocarbons, PAHs, which can cause cancer. Mm. I don't want to use any of those shine products anymore. Okay, the next one, number 10, siloxanes, ending in siloxane or methicone. And these silicone-based compounds are used in hair care products to basically to smooth, soften, and moisten. Okay, I hate the word moist, just so everyone out there knows. Moisten. 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 That's a terrible word. And they're also endocrine disruptors. <laughs> they can actually harm the reproductive system. Yes, this is why if you're, the, the, we just did a little while ago, infertility podcasts, mm-hmm. you have to be careful with skincare products mm-hmm. and hair care products. They're huge because the toxic load is it really important for the quality of eggs. Well, and you have to think about, like, it's not just what you've been doing, like, in that you know, podcasts and the episodes that we did with Travis, we talked about like preparing your body for a healthy pregnancy, you know, really spending three to six solid months getting super clean, clean with your diet, all of these things. Mm -hmm. But we have to think about what has been done in the last 20, 30 years, everything that we've been exposed to. That's what we're talking about is these things kind of compile. And then we're just continuing to layer it on every single day throughout different products. Um, Number 11, is sodium laureth sulfate. Okay. So common in cleaners, shampoos, bubble bath. Um, it's basically a foaming agent and it can be contaminated with one dash four dioxane, which again can cause cancer. Yep. The That's last why we one, use the, the, um, bubble bath for Marcus. That's from honest. If, in case anybody oh out yeah, there has we kids. Use honest a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say though, when once your child becomes extremely stubborn and just wants the Cookie Monster foaming blue bubble bath, you don't care anymore. He's got toxins. It's happening. <laughs> um, number twelve, triclosan. So this is an antibacterial agent and preservative, common in cosmetics, cleansers, sanitizers, and deodorants. Okay. In addition to acting as a possible endocrine disruptor, may also contribute to antibiotic resistance by wiping out beneficial bacteria. And in one study, nursing mothers who used personal care products containing this triclosan had higher concentrations of the chemical in their plasma and breast milk than mothers who didn't. In another study at the University of Michigan, researchers swabbed the noses of 90 adults who found tr- and found triclosan was present in nasal secretions of a whopping 41% of them. You guys also, on the note of kids, children actually 
absorb up to 50% more than this stuff than adults do too within their skin. Like children's skin is extremely sensitive. That's Mm -hmm. why we have to be extra careful with the products that we use on them because adults, I can't remember the exact percentage. I think it's like 60% gets absorbed into the bloodstream or something like that. Children get 50% more than adults. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be kind of extra careful. So not all of these chemicals associated like are not only associated with health risks, but they also do serious damage to the body's most important defense mechanism or system, your skin microbiome. So within and on your skin lives a thriving community of beneficial bacteria. We are basically all bacteria guys Mm -hmm. that interact with our immune system and maintain your skin's moisture levels and fight off harmful bacteria that can make you and your skin sick. The problem is that chemicals in personal care products destroy this friendly flora, leaving your skin and your immune system more open to threats. And so our skin, we have to protect Mm-hmm. We got to protect it. Yep. So this is where, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it's really expensive, you yeah. know, or I don't know what are the best brands out there. What can I trust? What should I be doing? Here's what I will say. In the last probably 10 years, I've switched off of a lot of the really crappy, you know, low price point mm-hmm. makeup. Um, and I really put intention around whatever is going onto my skin is going to be clean. It's going to be high quality. It's going to last. So yep. if you spent 20 bucks on your eyeliner, like that will last you longer. I mean, and I should say like, I don't wear eyeliner every single day. Um, but I do wear it most days. That's one of the one things I wear most days. And what I want to be very upset about right now is I feel like the people that create eyeliner also create eyeliner sharpening part things. The pencil. That break your eyeliner and make you have to buy it more frequently. Yeah. And it makes me very angry. That's why I get the twisty ones. That yeah. you just like twist up and then. Oh, yeah. See, those don't stay on my eyes as much. Oh, I've really? found. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The only thing I can't get down with, I tried it for a little while, was like the liquid eyeliner oh. that you would put on. Yeah, that's intense. I would just have it like all over my eye and then it would actually get into your eyeball like staying in anyways. Yes. So no. anyways. what's a girl to do? What are we going to use? What, okay. products do, what products do we use and we recommend? Yes. I'll let you start because I know that you love. Yes, Alba. I do. And here's the thing. So Alba Botanica is a really great brand. I use it for sunscreen and I also use it for shampoo, hair care and um, body wash. It is much, it is very affordable. I will say I'm not positive. It is completely clean of all of these, but it's clean of the big ones. Like there are not phthalates. There's not parabens. It uses, I believe, coconut milk and like coconut for Mm -hmm. fragrance. Um, And so I use the Alba Botanical, Alba Botanica for sunscreen and for hair uh, shampoo and body wash. And for like the large pump bottles for the shampoo and body wash, I think it's like 15 bucks. So it's really affordable. Um, It lasts me a while. And I don't use a whole ton of skincare products. These are kind of the big ones. I use body wash and I use face wash. I will, I'm sorry, body wash, shampoo, conditioner, and then face wash. I will say I, and maybe it's a a lot of other reasons since using them, I feel like my skin has been much better because I know with my last pregnancy, I was not using these. I had a lot of breakouts, which are really common with pregnancy just because of the hormones. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had like very minimal skin issues since being on this. Yeah, I was going to say, you never break out. You never have any. I never really have breakouts. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I am void of stress. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I personally use Sunbum um, for sunscreen, but I also have the Alba Botanica as well because I found it at TJ Maxx actually mm-hmm. for like seven bucks, which was really nice. Um, Some Tegrity is another one that you can look up yep. for shampoo and hair care. I personally use AG um, hair care. It's all natural. 
I do not wash my hair that often. So yes. fun fact, I, I don't stopped. have oily hair. Yeah, I stopped doing it. I, I get really oily hair. Um, I stopped doing it as much in the past like six months. Yeah, I just I used to do it every day. I don't need to. And actually, my hairstylist, she's like, it's great because of my color. I only wash it maybe twice a week. I mean, if mm-hmm. I have a really sweaty workout, of yeah. course I'm gonna wash it. That's my biggest problem. Is I've started. I only work out in the mornings now, mm-hmm. and then showering and drying and straightening my hair is like a 40 minute process. And so that's why I use the dry shampoo so much. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say Puracy and Seed Phytonutrients are two other brands that actually have a lot of products that are really good um, for shampoos, hair care, skincare, stuff like that. Yeah. So the dry shampoo that I got in my box is called Living Proof. Perfect okay. hair. This one, Kaya Naturals is a big one. What I, When I was doing research, I found it's very expensive to get like very good quality dry shampoo. And a lot of them are powders, which is kind of the pain in the ass. I use Batiste, which is definitely not healthy for my hair. I'm sure. (laughs) But you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give and take, right. It's one of those things where we got to just manage what we can. But Mm -hmm. like even one of our mentors, he's like, I swear by my hairspray and I will not switch off of it. It's the only, you know, hairspray that holds his hair. Mm-hmm. Oh, Travis. He's got it. Um, so body care and face wash. Liz and I both love Frey. Mm-hmm. Frey skincare is amazing. Yep. And there's a link in the show notes. If you use the code Liz Roman, you always get an additional like 10% off or up to 50% mm-hmm. off, I think is um, what they have there. So they always do really nice sales. But I will say the thing that I like about Frey is it's affordable and it, it lasts a long time. Yes. I love it. I only really use their face wash because mm-hmm. again, I'm horrible. I don't use like moisturizer. I'm I'm probably going to bite me in the ass at some point. Um, But I just use their face wash and it's, I think like maybe 15 or 20 bucks and it lasts me for like a month and a half Mm -hmm. and I use it every day. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of their different products, obviously, you know, just being affiliated with them. I love their argan oil. That's the thing that I've been putting on at nighttime because I'm very much like Becca. I don't have time for a five step. No. No time for that. I want to wash my face and I want to have a good cleanse. Mm-hmm. And one thing I like about the face wash that they have is the little like granular things in it that will actually mm-hmm. like scrub. Yep. Um, but it's very gentle. And so then I use their argan oil before I go to bed. And I also do have a couple of their like refreshing sprays that I'll put on that I do like those, yep. the rose sprays. And but- they're meant for people who exercise and mm-hmm. sweat, which I love. Yep. Um, Dr. Bronner's is a big brand too if you like bar soap. Um, very affordable. Puracy again. Um, and then Waleda is at Target, W-E-L-E-D-A is a brand, mm-hmm. and it's again very affordable. Um, makeup. This is something that I have since I've done the research on this, I've vowed to start making changes to. Um, I'm totally like Walgreens, grab the easiest thing that I know works. Um, beauty counter is huge, obviously. Mm-hmm. They they are like the forefront leader of cha- this movement of better skincare. Um, and they have a ton of great products. Uh so them honest beauty is another one in bare minerals i know you use a lot of bare minerals yeah i use bare minerals and i also use it cosmetics i can't guarantee you they are 100 percent free of all of those chemicals i have to actually go back and cross-reference i believe that they are um but there were one or two things that i just wanted to double check um for myself so mm-hmm. just being honest and transparent there but those are the two that i use um deodorants uh i will i'm just gonna be honest i've tried it doesn't work the same for someone yeah. who sweats and goes to the gym, like, I, I want to not smell myself. And so mm-hmm. I need to use, this is one thing I won't give up. I've tried, and I'll tell you the two brands that I've tried. I've tried Native 
for all natural deodorant and I've tried stink bug for okay. all natural deodorant. Schmitz is the one that I found is like the only one that apparently people say is actually decent. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, I use dove. Mm-hmm. I use the dove. Pot. I mean, I'm sure it's not great. I'm not going to get off of it. I know that there's <laughs> aluminum in it. I'm just going to be honest. Like I, I'm a person who I sweat when I work out Me too. and when I walk, I sweat and like, I just, I need to not smell. Yeah. I, when I can smell myself, that's a problem. Right. Because I, 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 obviously other people would smell like, me then. I literally want to stop my workout and go take a shower because I don't want to smell myself. Like I am very particular. Like I'm the same way with my laundry detergent and mm-hmm. stuff. Like I need my laundry to smell good. You cannot mix smells. Like you can't have the like cotton and then, you know, whatever forest. You I've can't tried the two. essential oil balls before for like a dryer mm-hmm. instead of using dryer sheets. It's just a lot of work. Yeah. Again, it's just something that like I'm willing to sacrifice a lot to improve what is in my life. There's some things I'm just not willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of switched over to the honest stuff. It's more yeah. expensive. Yep. But he was honest. at the same time, it makes my clothes smell good and I'm fine with it. If there's yep. a little bit of fragrance, like, guys, we can't be walking around smelling like we just came out of the forest. Like I, that's not me. I need to smell good. So anyways, just putting it out there for those of you who want to try some all natural deodorant, um, Schmitz native stink bug. Those are the ones household cleaners. Let's move on. Yep. Thrive market. I will say thrive market. You can get some really good deals if you mm-hmm. shop there frequently. Yes. Their stuff's kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, Common Good is a really good brand. ECOS is another good brand. Mm -hmm. Like I was saying, Meyer's is a big one that a lot of people use. Meyer, M-E-Y-E-R. They use fragrances though. Mm -hmm. So you just got to be careful. I mean, like, again, they're probably better than, you know, the over the over the counter type, whatever, the generic brands. Um, But they're not going to be as good as some of these brands. Yeah, for sure. And so here's what we can do. You can download an app. It's called Detox Me. And the cool thing about this app that I found is that you can actually scan barcodes for a variety of products. So like you don't need to go to a website and like put in the name and you know all that stuff. You just scan the barcode and it's going to come up and tell you what ingredients are in there that would not be clean or not be organic or you know it will give you a rating for these things. Yep. So again, it's not all about this just being like that one time or two time, three time dose. It's about how all of these things compile and add up together. So we wanted to bring this podcast to you so that you can just do a little bit better, right? Mm -hmm. The more knowledge that you have, the better that you can do. Beck and I are not perfect. As we just mentioned, you know, there's a few things like getting our nails done. I get the dip. I'm never probably going to go off of it. Like there are things in my life. I got my dip for the first time last time when I got a nail, my nails done. Never going back. Yeah, I keep telling you because she always got the gel, and I would tell her I always get the note chip, and then and then it always peeled, and I was like, I didn't realize that the dip was this much better, Mm -hmm. and it's only five dollars more. Yeah, and I found that new salon we have to go to because it's way nicer than the one we went to before. I I have a gift card. I need to go to use it at mine. So Friday. (laughs) Anyways, here's the thing. You might have a couple of things that you keep in, and that's totally fine. We have a couple of things like our deodorant that we keep in or our dip that we keep in, but it's very, very easy for you to make a few changes that will lessen the load of the toxins coming in. Um, And one thing that I will say is I've gotten a lot of comments from people since changing um, just some of my makeup out and changing. I even just started using a sponge to put my um, foundation on because it's a cream foundation. And like so many people are like, oh, your makeup looks really good. I'm like, I didn't do anything different. I just stopped applying it with my hands. You know, I'm like, probably a good thing just because of bacteria and stuff. But yeah, use use the, um, you only use those like one or two times, the things the to put like sponge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah. you just throw them away and get yep. a new one. Yep. So, but I think it does make a huge difference on how it goes on your face. But 
you know, again, it all comes back to how are you treating your skin? How are you treating your body too? Because there's a lot of foods that you can consume that will show up in terms of like skin issues, eczema, psoriasis, things like that. If you have an intolerance to sugar or, Mm -hmm. you know, yeast, gluten, dairy, things like that. Dairy is very common, more so like on the chin area. Um, And so it's one of those things where you got to not only be clean with your food, but you got to be clean with the things that you're putting on your skin as well. Absolutely. Thank you for listening to The Food Code. If this episode resonated with you, please share, rate, and review as this helps us reach others around the world. With that, thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. Love you guys.